Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're in the book of 2 Thessalonians and focusing on some important truths about when Jesus comes again. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Welcome back, friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth. So glad that you joined us today. Don't really have a mug to introduce <laughs> introduce today, but I do have a cup. There it is, my joy, 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 red and green Christmas cup. So a lot of, lot of uh, all alternate hot drinks going on this time of year. Hot cider, I do like hot cider, hot cocoa made with milk, milk-based, um, but then uh, nothing beats a good old cup of coffee. So that's my mug slash cup for the day. Uh, we are in uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter number two, a kind of a depressing section as we're talking about the Antichrist, uh, talking about that season of time on planet Earth uh, called the Day of the Lord. And when we talk about the Day of the Lord, we're talking about an extended period of, period of time that begins with the rapture and culminates after the millennial reign of Jesus Christ. So it's at least a 1,007 years long. And the church at Thessalonica had erroneously thought that they were in the day of the Lord. Remember, the Apostle Paul had gone to that church on his second missionary journey. And when he had gone there, he had spoken about uh, the coming of the Lord. He had spoken about the day of the Lord. And he had, he had to leave early. <laughs> Remember, he was kind of kicked out of town. Uh, they're in Acts chapter 17. And he wrote back the letter of 1 Thessalonians and dealt a lot with the questions that they had about the coming of Christ. But there were still some questions lingering. And one of the questions that was lingering was, hey, uh, are we in the day of the Lord? Are, are we experiencing it now? And the Apostle Paul had to write back, among other things, and explain, no, you're not. Because the day of the Lord is not going to come until, first of all, there be, and that's what we've been talking about the last couple of episodes. So back up one verse there to verse number eight, uh, just to put us in context, where the Bible says, and then shall that wicked, or that wicked one, be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. So remember, last episode, we talked about the coming of the Lord to this earth. Not, not the coming in the rapture, but the coming of the Lord to this earth, and Antichrist and the armies of Armageddon will be destroyed through the word of the Lord. Uh, it's interesting because this is a reference back to the book of Isaiah, where clearly the word there refers to the word of Jehovah, and Paul equates it with the word of Jesus. And obviously, Jesus is Jehovah. Jesus is God the Son. So here in verse number 9, the Bible says, Even him, so still talking about that wicked one, the Antichrist, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan. So just as Jesus is coming, so there's a coming here of Antichrist, and his coming is after the working of Satan. Just as there is a holy trinity, 
God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So there is an unholy trinity, Satan, Antichrist, the false prophet. So the Bible says here his coming, Satan's coming, or the Antichrist's coming, rather, is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. So Antichrist will have an impressive uh, coming to this earth. Uh, when he's revealed upon the scene, uh, he will be impressive, uh, working signs and wonders. Remember our, our study from the book of, Re of Revelation, he'll receive a mortal wound, and yet he'll be apparently raised from the dead. And everyone will wonder at the power of, the miracle working of Antichrist. And that the, that power and th those signs and those wonders will be a great a persuader to many people because they'll look at the signs and wonders and say, well, this must be somebody to worship. This must be the right one. And they will look falsely at his signs and wonders and put their faith and trust in that. And how unwise is that? Because the devil is a worker of miracles too. He is a being in the sphere of the, the supernatural. When I mean by supernatural is other than this natural world. Uh, the Bible says, and no marvel. Uh, Paul taught the Corinthians this, and no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. And the devil has great wonder working power. I think about that passage there in Luke chapter 16 where the rich man is speaking across that great gulf to Abraham. And he said, Abraham, please send Lazarus to the earth to witness to my... Look at that. Of all the things, I, don't, I think that's happened only one time in everyday truth history. My phone rang, didn't have it on silent mode. Sorry about, sorry about that. But uh, uh, there in Luke 16, the... Uh, the rich man was pleading with Abraham, please send Lazarus to my brothers on earth and, uh, they, and tell them about this awful place. And remember what Abraham said. Abraham said, well, they have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And uh, the rich man said, oh no, if, if somebody were raised from the dead, if, if that supernatural sign, if that wonder would occur, then they would believe. And Abraham said, if they have Moses and the, and the prophets and don't believe them, then they will not believe the one were raised from the dead. In, in other words, the greatest impact, the greatest opportunity somebody has for salvation is the powerful word of God itself. And even signs and wonders cannot supplant the word of God. I think about what Jesus said in his earthly ministry when they were seeking from him a sign and wonders. He said, no, you shall be given no sign except for the sign of the prophet Jonah, that as he was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights, so the son of man shall be in the belly of the earth. So what was Jesus saying? The greatest validator of the ministry of Jesus Christ is his resurrection. And where do we where do we learn of the resurrection? In the written word of God, the gospel message. So if people reject the gospel, they've rejected their greatest opportunity for salvation. 
And the devil, through the through Antichrist, will seek to wow people through signs and through wonders and these incredible wow type things. And people will make the very unwise choice to put their faith and trust in what they can see and what wows them instead of what the Bible says. Uh, Look at verse number 10, where the Bible continues to talk about the working of Antichrist. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness, in them that perish because, and anytime you see the word because in the Bible, you can know that a why question is about to be answered. So the Bible says, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. So instead of believing the truth, instead of trusting God's word, the people have subscribe to the wonders and the signs and the wows of Antichrist, and that ultimately will deceive them. So what's the takeaway? Well, the takeaway is believe the gospel. The takeaway is allow the word of God to do its work in your heart. Don't resist it. Don't quench the spirit. Don't despise the prophesyings. Believe what God has said. Don't be looking for the next big wow or the next big wonder. Uh, Simply put your faith and trust in what God has said in his infallible word. So the day of the Lord, uh, inaugurated by the rapture, a time when Antichrist will be revealed, you and I as believers will not be on planet Earth, will be a time when people will just, in in a wholesale way, believe in the lie, the deceivableness of the devil and his minion, the Antichrist. Wow, those are our dark thoughts, but it's what the Bible teaches. Now, tomorrow we'll, we'll jump into a little bit more about this because verses 11 and 12 talk about why. Why will people believe this lie? I mean, after all, we're, we're reading about it right here in Scripture Uh, And even though people might be fooled at first, why would they continue to live in that delusion? We'll talk all about that next episode. So thanks for joining us. Appreciate your faithfulness to the podcast. Looking forward to continuing on uh, next episode. Hope you have a great day in the Lord. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.